No sound. No air. A bright, looming whisper. Here sprawls a white void that stretches into infinity. A hollow eternity with no discernible purpose. Its existence, a sweeping wave that washes away at humanity's last hope. But wait, there, on the outer edges, nestled between the possible and impossible, on the cusp of reality, could this be salvation? Or, or is that a display home living room? It, in the void, there's just a chunk of a building. I think there's people living in it. You think we could start a fire? There's no oxygen. Yeah, but like a small fire. I guess, uh, let's get to know the home's inhabitants. Meet Sandra Mowgli. Hello. An egotistical and well-reasoned bibliophile. That's fairly insulting to define me with such broad strokes. And meet Quincy Trainer. Hey! A sporadic and incompetent man-thing. That's pretty accurate, yeah. Where are they? How did they get here? Why were they transported? To what end? Together, they sit in the waiting room of their display home living room, unable to die and unsure of what exactly occurred. Together, they missed the story. Today's episode, An Otherworldly Gift. And done. Finished. It's perfect. Impeccable, even. Sorry, I was reading. Did you say something? Yeah, it's just an old-fashioned line. You know, right down the middle. A what? I've divided the room with tape. Oh, yes, so you have. Good work, Quincy. I'm just gonna stick with my novel. Yeah, exactly. It's just for that. It's so we can each have our own space to relax in just in case our tenses stop being adorable and become grating. Well, I can't see that happening. You don't like it. It's just, I don't quite understand why you're saying we need it. Are you upset with me? Well, now a little, yeah. Because of my reaction to the tape. I worked moderately hard on it. Okay, but what you're saying is that the only thing creating tension and warranting the tape is the tape. I'm not crazy. I never said that you were. I'm not, I promise. Okay, I believe you. Oh, great. That's a relief. Anyway, I'll give you the tour. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah, so what I did was I divided down by the cross swords on the wall so we each have an equal opportunity to go from when things turn sour. Excuse me? Wall, swords, tape. I know what words you're using. Why would things turn sour? Oh, you know. Just in case one of us loses it. Goes bonkers in the old head. <laughs> I can get pretty ruthless. It's been two weeks. Was that a doorbell? Sounded like one, didn't it? It is the doorbell. Maybe the batcher is fried in the shift in this and ending realm. Or there's someone at the door. Classic doorbell. There could be a real person out there with arms and teeth and hair and eyes and teeth. Jesus. We have to open it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Calm down. What if there's a bee out there in the porch light into the ringer? That would be fine. A trinity with a bee buzzing around doesn't sound miserable to you. I'm opening the door. No, you're not. No. What are you doing? Sit down. No. It's a box with a button. You think this is the otherworldly gift the narrator was going on about? Makes sense, wouldn't it? It's so exciting. And horrifying. And exciting. This is so weird. Where did it come from? Maybe it was out there during the inspection. I doubt that. Or, wait, did you see it? Ah, well, admittedly, I was not exactly inspecting this fine eternal home. I was sort of breaking in. You tried to burgle a display home? Okay, look, firstly, I didn't know it was a display home at the time, and secondly, I wasn't stealing. I was day drunk and trying to access a restroom. 
Really, you should just be thankful that it isn't attached to this place because it was a botched salvage operation. So you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. You? Well, if we're just setting up characters, no. I was inside, living here. Hippogriff! No, hypocrite. And no, I'm not. This was me staying in a display home because I had nowhere else to go. It's the equivalent of having Cabana for lunch from a sample platter at a deli stand. Okay, well if we're just going to admit to shit and lie to ourselves, then yeah, fine. I was robbing the place. Why would you lie with being day drunk? It felt less malicious and idiotic than day burglary. But either way, it doesn't look good. You're painting yourself as a criminal and an idiot. It's not illegal to use a restroom. Breaking and entering is still breaking and entering. It's not about intent. What about butchers? Butchers? Oh, sorry, you probably call them doctors. <laughs> well. They get away with everything because they cross-fingered through an oath. They're hacking and slashing 24-7-365.2425. That's right, I celebrate the full rotation. Hashtag not my leap year. Plus, burglary isn't exclusive. I was very much day drunk. Were we talking about something? I am now holding a box with a shiny red button that neither of us have ever seen before that somehow rang the doorbell. Be porchlight ringer. Or gain some assistance, I guess. You know... I think that this is what happens next. Display home living room, floating through the dust, then mystery box. We should push it. What? No, of course we shouldn't. You're not curious? I'm plenty creative. I once jacked it to a silhouette. No, not creative. Curious. I mean, the silhouette have broad shoulders. Can we just stay on track for one second? I just don't want anything bad to happen. Bad to happen? We're in a void of nothing. What could possibly be worse than this? Well, there could... Don't say B. I wasn't going to say B. I just... I don't know what would be worse, okay? I have no idea, and that's terrifying. What if What if we die? What if we're already dead? What if pushing this button solves everything? What if it destroys everything? There's nothing to destroy. But there could be. We don't know what's going on. Maybe this is where I grew up. Maybe my parents live somewhere out in that abyss. Maybe this is where I learned to ride a bike and to walk and to spell occurrence. There's only one R. There's two. Shit. And what's your suggestion? We wait it out. See if the doorbell rings and offers an instruction manual. You want to haggle? It's not haggling. It's, it's patience. It's hope. Look, not to pull rank or nothing, but I'm the reasonable one here, yes? I read books while you take the floor. That's the dynamic, isn't it? I guess so. So, when these sorts of things come up, who should be the one handling the decision-making? Would you rather have an informed decision by a reasonable, mature adult, or a feeble attempt at comprehension by a day-drinking beta wolf? Pet names will only get you so far. I'm pushing the button. No, you're not. Oh, really? Knowing what's up in the wall? Good call. Please, listen to me. I don't want to have it out. We need to think this over. Consider all possibilities. What? You're the one wielding a weapon. At your suggestion. Oh, you're so infallible. Only bearing a sword at your victim's critique. I will push this button, Quincy. If you want to, you can go on and gut me. I'll be a martyr. Just grab the other sword already. We need a folly artist. And a prop master. This sword is cutting into my- did you just take a swing at me? We're holding swords. I was mid-sentence. Give a guy some warning. You don't understand swords. Yeah! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, please. Just look. Hear me out. I get where you're coming from, yeah? 
You want to take this brazen action because it means you're in control of what appears to be your apparent miserable destiny. But doing that doesn't have to be so reliant on running headlong into the thickets. You want control? You just own it. Accept that we're here and fight back with reason and, and purpose. I can't imagine a scenario where there's some timer on this button, so let's not impose one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Of course I understand what you're saying. That isn't the point. I'm the reasonable one, okay? That means that I make the decisions. It doesn't matter which idea is more thought out or who is able to suppress their idiocy to best express a valid argument. You can't get to be everything. Sporadic, incompetent, well-reasoned. I mean, you can take incompetent. <gasps> Quipping and taping me off. Throwing me to the side because I have nothing to offer. I'm interesting, damn it. I'm Sandra Middle Name Mowgli. If this is all about the tape, I put it down because I thought you'd want distance from me, not the other way around. I'm not discarding you. Then say I'm well-reasoned. I thought you didn't want to be defined by such broad strokes. Say that I'm well-reasoned. Give me something. You're... You're well-reasoned. Mean it. You're trying to get me the sword to prove how reasoned I can't. I have a personality. You do. You definitely do. You're crazy. Crazy? Yes, insane. Absolutely bonkers. Out of your mind. Do you make Tom Cruise look like... Like Casper the Ghost. Is Casper notoriously sane? Yeah, the right of mind you get out young. But you're not lying. You... You really think I'm crazy? Yes. Yeah. Looking at you right now with a fragile sword and misplaced determination, I will fairly confidently say that you are batshit. Okay. I'm crazy. Good. This is good. Great. Not great. I didn't say great. Sorry. I... Does this mean I can take the box? Well, I guess if I'm insane, I probably shouldn't be the one holding on to it, should I? Hey, however you want to rationalize it. But what if I'm so insane, so absolutely bonkers, that I can't comprehend the importance of handing over the box? What if I'm so irrational that I should just push the button right now? Oh, um, because uh, only a sane person would think that insanity was that simple. Okay, yeah, there's a box. Oh, okay, great. It's in safe hands, really. I'm just gonna pop it down by the window, alright? We can take some time to consider what we're going to do in it. Did you just... Yeah, I did. I tripped on the tape. And the box, you... Dropped it. Right through the window. Oh, what if something bad happens? What if, like you said, it destroys everything? Uh, you know, there's probably not much to destroy, really. Is there... Doorbell again. Don't answer it. Maybe it's the box. Please, this time, listen to me. Don't. <laughs> Shit. Will the living room dwellers be able to cope with their new guest? Is Sandra going to take kindly to her newfound sense of self? What became of the buttoned box? Does this series have legs? Find out some, but not all, probably none, of these questions in the next episode of They Missed the Story, titled An Otherworldly Guest. This week's episode featured Brianna Krauss as the sensational announcer, Amelia Leonard as Sandra Mowgli, and Alexander Krauss as Quincy Trainer. This episode was written and edited by Alexander Krauss, with Brianna Krauss serving as the audio engineer. We thank you for your service. If you enjoyed this episode, consider supporting They Missed the Story through some sort of means. Tweet or share or do any of the things you've heard about doing from the end of something else, but for this program. Anyway, I'm rambling. Succinct farewell, goodbye, adieu, fuck off. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs>